My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by Guilt Be Gone. You can get the self-paced version of Guilt Be Gone. If you missed us live last week, then don't stress because you can get it for $27 and work through all of the content in your own time. That's right. I've turned it into a self-paced mini course. It's been recorded and it's ready to go for you to start learning now. You can just head to simplystacymorgan.com to sign up. Looking forward to hearing all of your takeaways. We did have a really good time on the live sessions last week, you know, working our way through all of the strategies and a lot of aha moments. So I'm looking forward to hearing your aha moments if you join us for the self-paced version. Um, please go to simplystacymorgan.com to get your copy. Alrighty, speaking of guilt, we're going to be talking about how we're spending our time today because a lot of my coaching clients come to me and say, I'm busy all the time. I don't have time, I'm flat out, and I'm not, I don't seem to be getting anywhere. And this is, a, this is a common theme because a lot of the time in our business, we spend time being busy, but we don't necessarily spend our time being productive. And what I mean by that is there is always something to do, right? There are always things we can get, <laughs> we can be doing so that we can be busy all the time. But actually being productive means doing things that are actually going to move the business forward, doing things that are actually going to bring income into the business um, rather than doing sometimes the easier, more fun things that we could be doing that, you know, focus on brand awareness or focus on, um, you know, tidying things up um, instead of just getting to the things that are really going to move the needle. So I really want you to do a little bit of a little bit of a mind audit on the things that you've been doing this week. What have you been up to? What are the things that you've been spending a lot of your time on? What's been taking a lot of your focus and your attention and your energy? Because it's those things that um, I want you to focus on to try and discover, okay, are these going to be the, are these things that I've been working on? Are they going to be things that are really um, helping bring more income into my business? Or are they things that I'm just doing because I've always done them because I think I should be doing them? Or because, well, they're a little bit easier to do than some of the stuff that actually is um, going to make you some money. And the way I like to do an audit of my time is, you know, I have a to-do list system. You know, I brag about it all the time. My notepad that has, you know, the 400 different sections. And some of you find that completely overwhelming. And that's cool because whatever to-do list system you use, as long as you're using it, then it's going to help you be more productive. But my to-do list system is kind of kind of the gold for me. And so I like to save, when I rip a different page off my notepad, I like to save them. And I kind of have a drawer where I just stick them all. And every couple of weeks I will go through and I will look at the things that were taking up all of my time, those things that were my priorities, those things that needed to get done. And I'll think to myself, was I, you know, is that part of my job? <laughs> is, that, is that in my job description? 
And it really helps to have a job description for yourself. At the Simply Business Summit, we actually wrote our own job descriptions because so many of my coaching clients and, and clients that were there at the Simply Business Summit have never really thought before about, okay, what is my role? What am I in charge of and what am I not in charge of? And how many hours should I be working each week? And when am I clocked on and when am I clocked off? And so what I do is I go through those to-do lists and I have a look at all of the tasks that I'm that I'm doing and spending all of my time on. And sometimes I find that I'm doing tasks that are not my job. I'm taking that responsibility from somebody on my team and I'm just stepping in and saying, oh, I'll do that. And that might may come from me um, you know, thinking I can do it quicker and faster and, or it might come, you know, I'll do it, I'll do a better job. But what I'm actually doing by, you know, jumping in and rescuing the person that should be doing it, you know, I say rescuing in inverted commas, because I'm not actually rescuing them, I think I am, but I'm not actually, I'm actually disempowering them. And I'm actually not giving them the opportunity to step up and do their role to, to their full ability. And, you know, sometimes in leadership, that means letting people fall down, and helping them get back up again, rather than always swooping in and saving the day. And that's been a really hard lesson that I've had to learn in leadership, but it's also a hard lesson when it comes to productivity. So I go through those lists and I have a look and say, okay, this is what I've been spending a lot of my time on. This is part of my job. This isn't part of my job. So how can I make sure that next month or next quarter or next year, I'm not back in charge of that thing that actually isn't part of my role? How can I make sure that I really set the person whose job it is up for success in order for them to do that task instead of for it coming to me. And then what I like to do is, you know, do a little bit of an audit of what all of those things have been. Are there things on those on those lists that I'm doing just because we've always done it? And do we still need to continue doing it? Are there things that I can outsource? And are there things that um, I really need to either up level my skills on or I need to get better at or I need to practice more? in order to be able to do it more efficiently. So that's kind of step one when it comes to thinking about not just being busy, but trying to be productive, trying to make the most of the time that I have, because we are all stretched for time. We are all, you know, <laughs> busting ourselves to try and get everything done by the end of the week. And I have, the kids have swimming lessons on Friday afternoon, and it's a really interesting dynamic because the, the like, waiting room is full of mums who are just, like, end of the week Friday, just, like, slouched in the chairs like crawling over the finish line and I am always there with my laptop like going furiously because this is the last <laughs> like minutes and seconds of my week to get stuff done and I don't want I don't want it to be like that I want to be able to be productive in the time where I'm in the office and therefore um you know getting to have a chat and have a slouch in the chair like the other mums when I get <laughs> to swimming on a Friday afternoon but that only comes from really working out you know, how I'm spending my time, what's the best use of my time and being as productive as possible. So if you've done that, if you've done a bit of a reflection, perhaps you know where you're spending your time, perhaps you need to make changes. Then the next thing that I do is, you know, a bit of a brain dump, which, you know, I'm a big fan of just getting all of the information out of my head and onto a piece of paper, onto something in front of me so I can actually decompartmentalize each of the different things. These are home things that need to be done. These are business things that need to be done. These are things that I need to ask somebody else to do. And then when I finally come down with the list of things for me, okay, these are all part of my role. These are all things that I'm going to need to do to move the business forward. Then I like to separate it into four quadrants. And the four quadrant system that I like to use is in one corner, I'm doing all of the things that are urgent and important. And in the opposite corner are the things that are not urgent, and they're not important, like 
watching cat videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> and then, or going down a Canva rabbit hole, right? Of just like trying a new template or two and five hours later, <laughs> time is gone. And then in the other two quadrants, there's of course the things that are urgent, but perhaps they're not important or the things that are really important, but perhaps not urgent. And so you tackle, when it comes to getting stuck into your work, you tackle the things that are urgent and important first. And then of course, the things that, you know, are going to be important, but are perhaps not terribly urgent. You've got to tackle the urgent things as well, but it gives you kind of a timeline. So instead of it just being a big to-do list of like, where do I start? It gives you a really clear indication. Okay, well, these things need to be done first and then I can move to these things second. I think it's important to also say that as part of this to-do, as part of all the things that you're doing on your to-do lists, you also really need to set aside time to work on your business instead of just in your business. A lot of the times our to-do lists are taken up with working in the business, you know, ordering the things, paying the invoices, getting back to people, clearing that inbox. Ugh the inbox. That's a whole other podcast episode. Um, But you really need to set some time aside to be working on your business. And for me at the moment, Thursdays, you know, I've I've done my ideal week as part of Guilt Be Gone. And if you want to work your way through that process, then don't forget you can get the self-paced version now. But I, what I've been doing is really, really focusing in and, and making sure that I have that time set aside. So for me, it's Thursdays. Thursdays are the days I'm working on my business. I'm doing my extra learning. I'm working with my mentor. Um, I'm catching up on the videos that I've missed from the coaching program that I'm part of. Um, And that has really helped because, (laughs) speaking of guilt, when you enroll in programs and enroll in your own personal development and then you fall behind, oh, the guilt that comes with that. Oh, I spent all this money. Oh, I was going to achieve all these things. Oh, my goals. It's really easy to kind of fall behind and, and, and beat yourself up about that. But if you've put time aside and it happens every week, then you'll find that you're much more on top of it. You'll get much more value for money and then you'll really feel good about it as well. So I think it's really important to understand that your time is very valuable. I know you know that, but also to understand, okay, if you were an employee and you only had 40 hours to get all of this stuff done, what are the tasks that you really need to focus on? What is worthy of your attention and what needs to either be outsourced or can just be, um, you know, put on the second tier of your to-do list, not up the top. I hope that this is helpful. I hope that this week you can start your day or start your week with a brain dump. Perhaps you want to do it tonight so that you're ready for tomorrow morning. You know what those quadrants are. You know where you're going to start when it comes to the priorities. And you know that you can look at that to-do list and look at what you have in front of you, knowing that there is a method behind the madness, knowing that there are things that you're going to do that are going to move the business forward and being able to focus on those things in order to make sure that um, you're going to be always growing and improving um, in your business and getting us, getting the most out of the time that you have. Today's episode has been brought to you by Guilt Be Gone, the self-paced version. If you're feeling pretty guilty about either not being at home enough or not being there with your team enough or not getting enough done, who knows that old chestnut, then um, perhaps you would like to join us for Guilt Be Gone. Um, you can do the self-paced version. If you put some time aside, perhaps on a Thursday, then you can get through the content um, pretty quickly and get yourself into a position where you are armed with those strategies, where you do have a plan of attack moving forward. It'll help you regain control of your life and your time. And um, that always feels good. 
right? You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 